Welcome to the LinkedIn Lounge Podcast Season 2. There are many buzzwords that are floating around LinkedIn, talking about workplace culture, work-life balance, quiet quitting, quiet firing, the great resignation, and we're here to dive in and talk about what it is employees want and how employers are trying to meet their employees where they're at. So don't multitask while you listen to this. Sit down, get focused, and put in those earbuds. Let's get started. Hello, it is your host, Britta Blansky. Welcome to the LinkedIn Lounge podcast and welcome to season two. I just want to take a moment and say thank you for being here. If you have stuck around after listening to season one, I really appreciate it. So thank you for coming back. Or if you are just diving in for the first time, welcome to the LinkedIn Lounge podcast. I'm glad you chose to stop and listen. So I want to kick off season two by giving all of our listeners a challenge. And this challenge was inspired by another podcast episode that I listened to not too long ago. So I was out with a friend and she was so motivated, so pumped up, like on fire because she was going to integrate this new practice into her daily routine. And just seeing how excited she was about it, I was really curious and was like, hey, you know, where did this come from? And she said it was from this episode that I listened to from the Mel Robbins podcast. So I was like, okay, it's just seeing how this really got her to take action. I'm interested. I'm curious. Send me the podcast link because I need to listen to this and see what the hype is all about. So the episode is you'll never be truly happy until you start doing this from the Mel Robbins podcast. Really great listen. I am going to give kind of a big spoil alert for that episode. So I do apologize in advance. Please don't hate me. I will absolutely drop the link to that episode in the show notes so that you can go and take a listen to it for yourself. Um, I'd love to know what your thoughts are and have your feedback on it. Um, But I will say this, so I listened to this and uh, there just something wasn't like, it didn't sit quite right with me. Um, Good conversation, lots of good story, absolutely understand where they're coming from as they discuss journaling, that's what they discuss. And, um, but the prompt that they give, it just like, I was like, no, (laughs) I don't agree with this. Um, and said so my friend after she, you know, she sent me that episode link and I listened to it. I was like, okay, okay, I get it. Like, you know, I'm, this is really great, but, um, I actually have a lot to say about this. And she's like, well, then you should record an episode on it. And she's like, who knows if you can have Mel Robbins be a guest. And I was like, who knows? Maybe one day next school, maybe season three, we'll have Mel Robbins come on. Um, so this is the prompt that they suggest, um, that you can use when you are working through difficult or challenging times, or if you feel like you are kind of stuck um, and you need to get over it. So the prompt is, what would make this easy? And I understand the basis of asking, like, how can I make this easy on myself? There's lots of hard things that I'm dealing with right now. Um, my family life is hard. My work life is hard. This is hard. So what can make it easy, right? Try to like take something off your plate, just like psychologically, mentally ease up the thought process and work through it and journal through it and write it out. 
so that you can face the day or the challenge or the problem with a fresh perspective and a new mindset and you've already thought through it, you put that pen to paper and your brain has done that physiological work, right, on how it's processing all the information that's happening. And there's so much information behind, there's so much scientific proof of like the benefits of journaling and I wish I knew them better. I don't. That's not my area of expertise. <laughs> Although I can say I know there's for sure um, huge value in actually writing writing out your thoughts and your feelings. And um, that's why they say, you know, even keep a gratitude journal. So why it didn't sit quite right with me was the fact that always seeking the easy way out isn't going to actually help you grow and become a stronger person. And I think there is value in being a strong person. I don't think anyone voluntarily says, I want to be a weak person, or I want to have a weak character, I want to have a weak personality. Um, you don't need to have a super strong character, right, to be successful in life, but I think we could all generally agree that it's better to be firm and be strong and know what you know, what you're facing and be confident in it rather than kind of weaseling out of my way and saying, no, I'm not going to face this challenge. And so personally for me, like 2022, I faced a lot of really difficult personal life challenges and by no means was it easy. And I personally was thinking if I had faced all of these challenges with the thought process of I just want this to be easy I think I would have made a lot of mistakes or possibly done things that I regret because I was only seeking the easy way out instead of finding the way through and I think we should seek to find the way through our challenges and our difficulties instead of only finding what's going to make them easier because easy isn't going to help you grow and of course there's like exceptions to this okay I'm not saying that the whole concept around asking what's what will make this easy is wrong I just think that it's not the best perspective to set out and face every single day with especially when you are having challenges or difficulties so what I had suggested to my friend was (laughs) instead of asking what will make this easy easy, I would say, um, first of all, we need to accept what's in front of us, right? So first is, it it always comes down to awareness, right? Once you're aware of what the issue is, then it's finding out, okay, this is what's in front of me, and I know what's in, in front of me, and so now I have a choice. So what can I do about it? I can either choose to confront the person, talk about it, take on X responsibility, pass it off, delegate it. There's so many hypotheticals here, right? So I don't even know how how hypothetical to get. But the whole point is that once you can name it and you can identify it and you're aware of what that is, that's a huge step in itself. So instead of just saying, oh, this is really big and difficult and overwhelming, um, I'm just going to try to escape it because I don't want to have to deal with it. Instead, you're saying, no, this is what it is, and this is how I will deal with it, and you've made a choice. And so that way, you're very conscious of each step of the way that you are 
making action and taking action in a direction where it's your choice and so you can be in control of what you do. So instead of saying, how can I make this easy? I would just ask, how am I going to face this? And I know that that's not going to solve the problem, but I don't think making something easy is going to solve the problem either. And again, the whole point, well, okay, I'm not, I'm not a psychologist, so don't, you know, don't like quote me on this. So maybe not the whole point, but an important point of journaling is just to give yourself the time and space to reflect. And oftentimes when we put things on paper, we're able to view the circumstances differently because when we think about them and mull them over in our head and we start to ruminate, they just become bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And then we even sometimes have a hard time talking about it or processing it because we've just spent so much time passively thinking about it that we can't define it. So just simply taking the time in the first place to put something out on paper is really valuable, which is why I don't think having the prompt, how can I make this easy, which already means like you don't want the fight. And I think there's value in having a fight. Like it's worth fighting for something in your life because if you're always running away then again that goes back to this concept of well do you want to become stronger do you want to grow or do you just kind of want to ease back pull back and hide in the corner which ultimately I don't think any of us would choose to just sit in the corner and quiver and always seek the easy way out like we want to go on that personal growth journey or at least I hope we would and I think I like the reason I even share this and this is the reason why I want this to be episode one <laughs> of season two is because I think many of us are facing this in the workplace. So we have come from a very difficult, changing, uh, shifting time in culture and lifestyle and expectations. And we cannot say that things are the same as they were before 2020 it's just that's the way that it is things are very very different and I think many of us have approached life life's challenges the workplace challenge and I'm not I'm not saying that this is you necessarily but I think generally a lot of people want things to be easy because they were hard for so long and maybe they were hard and we didn't recognize that it was hard or we didn't acknowledge that it was hard because it was just accepted And so once everything changed and we were no longer living our life in the same habit and routine that we had, you know, for the last 50 years or so, um, all of a sudden we we realized, wow, like that was really tiring or that was really exhausting or I can't believe I used to do that or I can't believe that's what was expected or now that we've been able to do it this way um, and we we have seen that it works, why should we go back to the way it was before? I just want this to be easy. And I don't think that our work and how we spend our time all the time, 100% of the time, needs to be really difficult and tough and like work, you know, going up against hill all the time. Like that, obviously, that's not very productive and that leads to burnout and overwhelm and stress. And we know that, right? But I also think there's moments when it's good to pick up the challenge and to say, okay, what's in it in in this challenge for me? Like, what are the benefits of taking on this challenge and how will that make me a better person? How will that help me grow personally? How will that help me grow personally and how will that help me grow professionally? So if we always are setting out 
in every aspect of our lives asking how could I make this easy well then you really just relinquish your responsibility and as a society it's important that we have a role of responsibility others otherwise very quickly you end up wondering what am I even doing here and I know that's one of the important questions that comes up as well in teams and in leadership is making sure that you're delegating different tasks of responsibility to your team members otherwise they'll wonder, okay, where's my place? Where's my value? Where's my, where's my position on this team? Because if they don't trust me to do anything, then you know I might as well not be here. But again, at the same time, if you're approaching that yourself saying, well, I just want this to be easy. I don't want to do the hard work. I don't want to put in the effort. And then you're not asked or you know, you're, you just feel like no one's listening to you. It's like, well, maybe you need to pick up the challenge and speak up and use your voice. And I know I'm making that very like overarching general <laughs> assumption right here because every circumstance is going to be different. Every circumstance has its different challenges and nuances that makes it not easy, right? And, and so I think the question is though, is as we face these really big changing and shifting questions that come with the workplace environment and workplace culture, how how can we face them not by asking the question what will make this easy but by asking what will make it most beneficial for everyone even when it's hard even when it's challenging even when it's uncomfortable because i think one of the most important things that we can do as a leader and especially in a company or a business that is struggling with change is to ask the hard questions because if you're not willing to ask the hard questions you're not going to get the valuable feedback that you can actually work with to create real change because if we just go about asking what's going to make this easy for everyone before you know it you'll end up in a big mess and you won't even know how to get out of it because (laughs) because you don't want to actually have to get up and do the hard work so I hope this isn't too like (laughs) heavy for you all um but I just want to really like the challenge for me or the challenge that I want to leave with you guys is to not be afraid of the hard questions the hard real true challenges and to instead of always looking for the easy way out wondering how can I make this easy how can I make this easy is ask what are my choices What can I do today to get one step forward in the right direction of where I actually want to be going? And I think we can apply that to every situation in both our personal lives and in our professional lives. So that's what I want to leave with you. I would love to know your comments and your feedback. And I will drop the link to the episode there. And I will catch you the next time on the LinkedIn Lounge podcast.